Hello. And welcome to the, the Champagne, Champagne Room Secrets Podcast. What the fuck? I don't know if this is shameful, but if you have a small dick, have a good personality. Filling the champagne. Your wife died here. Have a titty. Not a sex podcast, but it is stripper. You can grind your clit on a guy's hard dick and come. You've never made someone come in their pants, right? I'm Candy. I'm Jade. Your friendly neighborhood whore is here to walk you through the ins and outs of the strip club and sex work industry. Uncensored. A very happy unbirthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's my unbirthday too. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I have never been a big birthday person, but I literally had three days of celebrating. I make fun of birthday people who are like, birthday month. No, you don't get to choose <laughs> one twelfth of the year. That's just all about you. I'm sorry. There's just too much going on. But my birthday was on Friday. So Billy Bob took me out. He got me a spa appointment. We went to dinner. It was so sweet. And then Saturday, I planned this huge party we talked about last time, which we will get into because I want to discuss it for related reasons on the podcast. And then I woke my ass up <laughs> Sunday morning oh, yeah. to go perform <laughs> two numbers at a br- brunch burlesque show. And we literally did like a tequila shot at like 11 a.m. And I'm like, yeah, I'm still hungover, but you know what? Care of the dog. Care of the dog. And they're like, oh, you know, blah, blah's birthday. And so it was, it was really sweet. And then I did have like some mimosas because it's brunch. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just eat. Actually, I, I was surprised how unhungover I was with like the little water I drank on Saturday and like kind of a lot of Swedish drinks. Sweet, not Swedish, but sweet. <laughs> hyphen-ish not from Sweden no no not from Sweden I mean no hate to Swedish drinks I just don't know what they are anyways Bro, so I like Jägermeister shit you said Jägermeister Jagger Jägermeister Jäger yeah Jager. I mean I don't know it's your people <laughs> did you know it used to have deer pee in it well, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding you is that like how coke used to be like cocaine yeah I wish I was alive back then. I like uh, you can still do cocaine. Oh, I did. So you did cocaine on uh, I did. The theme was like rock of ages, like yeah. 80s rock. 80s rock, like super cheesy. And it was kind of like a blend between like 80s like met like metal rock and like 80s okay. like glam band hair band kind of rock. So it was like a good mix of that. And I'm sure both genres were doing hella cocaine. Oh yeah. And I don't, I'm not usually a big fan of cocaine because I don't feel like I ever do enough of it. And like, makes my nose feel weird. I feel like gross the next day. And I did three bumps and I was like, oh my God, this is why people like cocaine. I've never got, I never understood before. I was on top of the world. It was great. And because of that, I probably didn't drink as much anyway. So today we're just, I think we're going to do a little, little catch up. I think Jade wanted to share some things with me. I wanted to share um, about my party because I had strippers at my party and it was super cool. So that's like fun to talk about. Yeah. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah. So I hired a few strippers slash dancers I mean all three of them might be sex workers one I'm not totally sure on actually um I haven't spoken to her about that like full service uh no 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 I just mean like actual club strippers or providing oh, okay. like, sexual service or like an OnlyFans okay. kind of thing okay um because there's like a difference between like a go-go dancer burlesque dancer and then like a stripper sex worker so yeah Definitely two out of three. One of them was Vix, who we interviewed a few episodes ago. Did we use her real name or did we call her Neptune? Oh, we shared her Instagram. We showed her Instagram. Well, Neptune, Vix. Well, no. Yeah. I haven't edited that episode yet, so I don't remember. I think that's going to be a tough one to edit. Sorry. Uh, I mean, we I just kept saying, like, do you know? And then, like, saying the person. Right, right. Exactly. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'll start that one early. Um, so I, I hired her, I basically offered them all like a flat rate to come work at the party, do at least like one like stage set. And then as much as you kind of want to interact. And then like, if you want to sell lap dances, please do, but you're not like, you don't have to, if like it feels uncomfortable or you don't want to hustle. You just like want to enjoy the party. That's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. They all performed. Um, nobody took, I told them if they could do topless or whatever they wanted, nobody did, which is again, totally fine up to them. They're all, all three of them are amazing performers. I will say that's a sign of like, I don't know. I've done stages where I'm having such a good time. The crowd is so good. I love the music that I forget to take my top off. Like, I think that's a sign that they were like just having fun and people were having fun. 
Right. They're not trying to like meet a quota. It's like they, I really yeah. just wanted them to feel free to like be themselves. I'm like, you know, pick the song as long as it's eighties, you know, do that. And uh, yeah, they all, they were all, all were amazing. I've worked with one of them, another person we want to have on to the podcast. I talked to her about it too. And she's like, oh, we could like, she knows the tea. I'm sure we could get into it. Oh my it. God, I'm dying. So she's the one that we both work with at the Sparrow, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think and- I told this story. I think oh I my told God. this story. <laughs> but the first time I ever went into the locker room of the Sparrow, I like open the door, walk in. I see this girl. <laughs> Uh, she's like bending over, looking at her butt in the mirror, and she's going, "Can you see my hemorrhoid through my thong?" And I was like, "Okay, this is a different kind of workplace." <laughs> I love it. Let's call her Kitty. Okay, I like it. Yeah. So let's call her Kitty. Anyways, so she was great. There was another dancer who I've done some shows with. She's like go-go danced, and she's really beautiful. She's so sweet. Great dancer. Yeah. I mean, everyone killed it. My friend who was kind of acting as a stage manager, she went around like with a ton of ones. It was like, all right, everyone pay up. Uh, you can Venmo me. You, you know, I can take big bills, whatever. So we basically like loaded everyone up with ones. And I I didn't get final counts from the dancers, but especially Vix. Oh, she, she fucking raked it in, girl. She's, oh my God. You saw videos of her dancing. Like, yeah, just mesmerizing. Like her transitions are so clean. I was like, yeah, drooling just from like a 10 second video. I know she is like, did you see when she like carried uh because the drag band i hired had these like blow up guitars and so she crawled up the, the pole with one it was like playing it while hanging off the pole. oh my god that's crazy it was so much fun and so she ended up selling a lap dance to mm, at least one person i don't think he, it was a friend of a friend i don't think i knew him and then kitty sold a lap dance to uh one of my friends um she had never gotten a lap dance before she's oh that's very, so fun yeah, yeah she was very into women very excited it was cute because it was like you guys do what you want so I kind of wanted to bring this up because I have been talking to this venue about doing a pop-up like stripper led uh club event so this was almost kind of like a little tester like I kind of wanted to impress the owners a little bit and like just see how, I guess more like normies when I say that, not that like normal people don't go to strip clubs, but they definitely don't that often, at least like kind of people who are more homebodies or more nerdy or whatever. So that was kind of like all of Billy Bob's friends. (laughs) Or like people who don't know, like I've I've heard from people who show up and they're like, oh, like you guys are really nice or they I, I think they just right. kind of like see something from like music videos or movies and just expect it's gonna be like really freaking wild and scary and then it's like not it's we're normal people and like right right exactly yeah. so I think this was kind of like exposing a lot of people to that so I was kind of like testing uh, a few things one of my friends actually asked as like a podcast question for us to talk about is like why aren't there like stripper run clubs and that's a the answer is very complicated and I don't even know if I could do it justice because like I don't even know the full scope like right when Vix was on the podcast she kind of talked about it right because she worked at a it was a peep show strip club yeah Mm-hmm. but it kind of has to do with like women just haven't amassed the kind of wealth that it takes to like run these clubs a lot of the time yeah well also power I mean like most establishments and like government positions like everything is mostly run by men at this point yeah but I do think it's just the type of industry that has been historically like male dominated so it's just hard to break into that in our particular city there's like mafia shit you know what I mean like I don't think anyone can just go up and like open a strip club that's gonna compete with something that's like a front for the mafia to laundry money yeah I mean I have had that confirmed by somebody but then it's like okay well sure like people say that one thing I have had confirmed like firsthand like a second hand or whatever was okay basically I don't think this is giving too much away but like the biggest strip club conglomerates called deja vu they own clubs all over the U.S. and also in Mexico. Yeah, in Tijuana. It's like the biggest strip club. They're a very, very big corporation. It's kind of a mystery because like at the Sparrow, they always refer to them as like corporate. Yeah, but there's like no HR or anything. Yeah. Well, right. And so it was always just kind of this like nebulous thing like, oh, that's 
corporate wants this, corporate wants it. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I've actually met a customer at Clem's Club, believe it or not, who worked at Deja Vu. Like HQ? Oh, you know, I think he worked for Deja Vu Clubs and he was a manager, I think. So like he okay. he knew HQ people. He wasn't like a floor guy. Like he he was a little bit higher than that, but he worked at the club. But he was like confirmed. He's like, yes, they do pay off cops to not raid them for potentially illegal stuff. So it's like, even if there's not like mafia mob stuff involved, it's like, he was like, no, I know that like for a fact. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, it, it there's a difference between like a woman owned club versus a stripper led. Yeah. Com- right. Because I'm thinking like, okay, like a woman business owner, there was like a lot of controversy around the jumbos clown room in la because yeah i think that one's owned by a woman actually and i think so i think you're right yeah or at least there was another one like that that i heard so yeah it's like like we always say it's like women can also be bad it's not it's not <laughs> women just men. can also be bad yeah and, and you know i i don't know exactly exactly what the the issues were i do know that they had taken out the lap dance booth out of the club so the dancers couldn't get give lap dances so it was just only stage so it was cutting into their earnings I think they were like not scheduling people fairly and like just being just shady like business practices that like just as men can do it yeah like so can women I think that's an interesting question too because like I've I've been very curious about like why aren't more strippers unionizing and I think it it kind of is similar like a similar question right like why don't strippers like come together to like improve their business conditions like a through unionization or through like owning a club and like running it in a way that seems fair to to the dancers that's not as parasitic I don't don't know right and it's just tough because like something as powerful as deja vu like there have been I mean who even knows how many like countless lawsuits and people I've seen people that I follow on Instagram get uh (laughs) like class action lawsuit checks from them before oh really yeah 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 well it's like the amazon right it's like how do you compete with amazon like it's hard right exactly and i am of the belief that you can't really like i i don't think we can put deja vu out of business by like stuff like we're gonna sue them and they're gonna run out of money but i do think we can have more conversations okay this podcast rate review subscribe um and with people and kind of like bring in normal people normal meaning people who like don't usually attend strip clubs and then like show them the value make it a little bit more um palatable meaning like less skeezy less like the dancers need to be like super blitzed out to like work because like everyone is terrible like clients and management and whatever just make it like a more a more fun titillating erotic experience I will say like I do on a smaller scale when I'm talking to people at the club and they ask questions like so how much out of these so 30 minute room I pay 360 and they're like how much of that do you get Mm -hmm. and like when they ask questions like that and they're like oh you know I'm actually gonna get like less than 200 dollars of that you know after they take everything out and they're like oh wow that's really shitty like just in like educating people a little bit of of that and then them kind of not saying don't get the room, but then they give you a bigger tip maybe because they know that you're not getting like $360 of that or whatever. Like I think through like conversations, like I, I do appreciate when people like ask or like at least are aware that the strip club itself is like kind of, like I said, parasitic. Like when they're like, I know you're not going to see all of this money because like I'm not yeah. a dummy. I mean, I fully believe that I do not think the strip club as it exists now should exist. Like- I think it needs to be knocked out and rebuilt, not necessarily even like dancer or sex worker owned, which I think would be great. But like, why do they take, can you remind the listeners like exactly like the breakdown? Let's say, so it's 30, it's 360 for a 30 minute room. So can you break down like what they take out of that? You customer pay 360, dancer gets two $110 tips. So meaning we get $220. And then at the end of the night, they're going to take 20% out of everything. 22 actually. So that's $48. So 220 minus 48. Fuck, you get such little money. Oh, it's so annoying. I know. I know it's frustrating. And it's like, I know it sucks to like come to that realization. I know like I've had 
conversations on our TikTok because I've been really open about certain like amounts of money I've made in my average. And people are commenting like, oh, well, I don't even like to like count up what the club takes. And it's like, you should, it's illegal and no one's going to bust them for it. And obviously there's all these things in place and nobody cares about sex workers, like on the high enough level to care, but it's like, it is illegal for them to be doing that. Like they should not be taking any of our money. No, I mean, at the Sparrow, when it was like, oh, now that you're employees, you're making, you're costing us $15 an hour. So the first $150 of your lap dances, you have to give back to the club. That's literally wage theft. Yeah. yeah. We're not costing you $15 an hour. You're, you're paying your employees. We're literally the reason that people come in and pay a cover. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're coming to a strip club to see naked women. They're paying you at the door. They're paying for alcohol. And I do feel like we need to get like a little bit angrier as you know strippers just because it's like sometimes they're like yeah well you know but they do take care of us but it's like no 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 they're getting money from covers they're getting money from drinks yeah at the, yeah. At the clems code they're getting money from food they're taking to like 22 percent out of everything and then on top of that the room so it's like they'll be like oh you know we don't have enough girls to come in on tuesday do you want a free house fee why don't you say if you come in on tuesday when we really need girls we don't you, you keep all of the money of the rooms like right that would be like the way we could like negotiate a lot more or like, you know, if you come in, not only do you get a free house fee, you get like, we split the covers. I don't know. I just think there's like a lot more possibilities than the ones that we just. Absolutely. The bar is so low that even them offering a free house fee, it's like, oh my God, how generous. No, there are places of business. Essentially a strip club can act as a bar because Bars exist without strippers right, <laughs> making yeah. money. Like maybe, okay, you have to probably you have to hire more staff for a strip club. Fine, but it's like, okay, how much do we look around and there's like five fucking floor dudes picking their ass, like doing nothing, like while we need help. <laughs> I'm getting real heated. I'm 30 now. I just imagine doing a lap dance, looking over, <laughs> and the guy's picking his ass. Oh my god. <laughs> this is 30 folks. I'm tired. Oh my god. <laughs> She's riled up. I'm um, riled up. Yeah. I don't know if you finished, but one of the stories had to do with that floor host that I bitched about one time. Well, why don't you go into that now and I can like loop back if we come to it yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> go, so, go into the why story. don't we call this guy Henry? It's the gross one who hits on you. Yeah, the gross okay. <laughs> who said, oh, lucky guy when that guy came in his pants. Came in his pants. Yeah, exactly. And like, I think lately he had been kind of getting the message because I'm like so freaking cold. I'm so nice to everyone who's nice to me. But like, yeah, I don't give them him the time of day. But last Wednesday, it was actually a really good Wednesday. I was like surprised. It was good for like from the beginning and then ended up like being really slow so you can kind of go home early nice whatever it was like there was a big group of like Mexican dudes and they were like being fun they were tipping the stage were they a little like I don't know I have this theory and I've talked about it with another Hispanic dancer I think she's Colombian but a lot of times when you switch from English to Spanish with customers they get a lot nastier like they go from like being like like sexual they like they go from like oh like you're so pretty and then so like mamacita quiero sentir like blah, 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 like that oh like, you mean when you start speaking spanish to them like they assume that you are just english speakers and then you start communicating in spanish yeah and like i feel like they're just more comfortable in spanish so then they they can get a lot like more dirty yeah. talking <laughs> so and there's I guess, a little bit like they're assuming not everybody around them can understand them maybe but then yeah that's can. a good call and and I've talked to actually another dancer and a, uh, a cocktail waitress who had said the same thing. She's like, I pretend not to know Spanish just because I know they're going to call me like, like more like weird sexual stuff, oh. you know? Yeah. But they were being fun. Like they were whatever. And then there it had been a dancer's birthday party that night. So a lot of people weren't there. It was like five of us for like three hours. And then more girls started clocking in. So it was kind of like I was doing lap dances with like all of the group. So kind of they were like, oh, give him a lap dance. Give him, which yeah. we love. Like I made yeah. like $200 yeah. and whatever. Hell yeah. Um, And so I'm like doing that. And as I'm giving one of them a lap dance, he's like, why is that guy? What is, why is that floor guy keep looking over here? Like he was feeling like uncomfortable. And like, yeah, like uh, what did you, Henry was like, kept like looking at us like, the whole time that I was giving a lap dance, like. And I was like, oh, you know what? We're kind of close to a television screen. 
And I was like, oh, I think he's just looking at the football game. Like, don't worry about it. And they keep dancing on him, whatever. But he noticed it. I had noticed it. But then I was like, I think he's just looking at the TV. And then the guy I was giving the laughter and she was like noticing it too. And I was like, oh, it's fine. Whatever. Finish up, go on stage, come back down. And then he's like, he comes over to me and he's like, hey, like, were those Mexicans doing anything weird? And I was like, what? what? Yeah, I looked at him like, what? No. And he's like, oh, okay. I just, I just want to make sure like that they weren't doing anything weird. And I was like, no. When, they were- first of all, when does anybody care if any dude is doing something fucking weird at the club? I, they do not give a fuck. Especially the, the lap dances on the floor. Like, I think we've talked about like a few times when, uh, like a floor host came over and was like, you know, you're not allowed to be touching out here or whatever. So some are a little bit on their sh- shit, but like not really, like not very often. No. Like I've seen yeah. people taking yeah. pictures or taking video or like being just being like really disrespectful and like you kind of have to get their attention. He wasn't touching me or anything. He was just sitting there. And I was like a little bit, I was like, that's kind of racist to just assume that like I was gonna say a group of Mexican dudes are gonna be like trying to push the boundaries or whatever. Is Henry a white guy? I don't remember. He's Asian. I want to say maybe Filipino or something like that. He's not white. Okay. And I don't know, like I we've talked about before, I'm kind of white passing. Some, I don't know if I'm fully white passing, but I get a lot of- I have never thought you were white just because I noticed your accent right away. And you look very distinguished. Like, oh, thanks. I agree. But, and like, but like, for example, last weekend, I was talking to a black guy and he called me a white girl. And I was like, no, I'm literally Mexican. He was like, well, you, you're you kind of a white girl. I do not understand that. No, but I've told you before that I feel like black and brown people think I'm white. And then white people know I'm not one of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, okay? I mean, um, one of the DJs who was black, he like was so confused when I spoke Spanish because I asked for like a Spanish song. He's like, how do you know Spanish? I'm like, dude, I'm from Mexico. And he's like, what? I thought you were a white girl. Like, da-da-da-da. So I just... That's kind of the weird. So I don't know if this guy knows that I'm also Mexican, but he was like, were those Mexican guys doing anything weird? Oh my God, he probably doesn't. I know. Also, like, he could have said like, hey, were those guys doing anything weird? But I just felt like compelled to call them Mexican guys. (laughs) If he knew you were Mexican, I feel like he probably wouldn't say that. I don't know. Like I said, with this guy, I try to give him the lease to work with. So I was just like, no, never mind. Just looked at him like, you're kind of weird for thinking that it wasn't. So anyway, same night, I ended up doing a lap dance with a guy. I'm trying to remember his race, because now that we're talking about it, he wasn't white either. I don't know his race, but he wasn't white. But we ended up doing um, a lap dance and like, I mean, the 15 minute room. We go into the 15 minute room. This guy is like the floor guy. So he takes whatever. And I always put my timer. So for 15 minutes. So I'm like doing the dance, whatever. And I mean, like any other guy, he's like getting kind of handsy. You are allowed to touch in that room. Like, it's literally nothing to write home about. It was a whatever lap dance. And then this guy, Henry, comes in early because like my alarm hadn't gone off. And he's like, hey, you guys are done. Like, do you want to do any more time or whatever? And he's like, no, thank you. And then the guy was like, oh my gosh, she's so amazing, isn't she? Like kind of asking him and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't weird about it. it he Like my guy was just like having a good time or whatever. Right. And then he leaves. I ask him for a tip. He ended up giving me like a pretty shitty tip, but whatever. And as the guy leaves the room, I'm putting on my top on, I'm checking my phone, whatever. Like I just take like a couple of minutes before going out on the floor. Henry comes in and he's like, oh, um, did you have a timer? And I'm like, yeah, I did actually. Like you came in a little bit early. And he's like, oh, you know, I just like, I like to stop it when they start doing like the most. Like, I just wanted to make sure that you weren't feeling uncomfortable or anything like that. And I look at him like, since when? It seems like he's all of a sudden being super protective over you when you've given him nothing. Like, that is super fucking creepy. Ending the dance early because he's getting handsy. Like, what? Right. When like... I he wasn't getting any more handsy than any other guys and also like because I've been with guys who are like a lot like even too much you know what I mean like and this guy was just not okay but both of these guys though that he's come up in I guess he didn't interrupt the first time but were non-white yeah you think there was like yeah I I think it has something to do with it I also think maybe like there wasn't a lot going on so he just more had more time to like creep on me or something like 
because most of the times they are pretty busy but i just looked at him like like he had grown grown like a second head i just looked at him like i mean no it was fine like i looked at him and i was like you know i can handle it like if i need your help i can i can talk to you like kind of like leave me alone which is not the case like for the most part i would really appreciate if someone came in to stop something fucked up right like yeah the more uh proactive approach is something that i appreciate like if i don't notice that someone's videoing my stage and they come up to him and like you know that is what we want but i just know this guy is like has creeped on me before and it was like not justified but we've talked about like i've had a guy bite me in the ass or like bite my ear or like lick me all over and like would i have appreciated someone seeing that and coming in and stopping it yes but this wasn't it so i was just like you're just weird and creepy and i hate you yeah that does not make me feel good I really don't like that. I just don't, you know what? I just don't trust men usually. (laughs) So I'm very like, not that I've even been, I mean, I've had some like kind of mini stalker situations or kind of like people being like a little too infatuated with me. And it's like, it's never like put my life in danger. I just have like kind of like a fear of like being like kidnapped or like being smothered or like whatever, because people are scary, men especially. I kind of did want to talk about this because I have noticed, you know, I do listen to our podcast when we put it out. And like, I know I talked about that, like super slobbery Italian guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I do think there is something about it being slower where I'm like a little bit more open to doing things that I wouldn't on like a really busy se- season. I fully agree with that. Yeah. I've right. done the same. Yeah. Yeah. and. Like it happened again. So Saturday, the night of your birthday party, which I really wanted to be there. I know um, we like, missed you. It was, it was like so slow for the first like three hours. Maybe like a tumbleweed came in. That was it. <laughs> 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 That's the only customer. It was a tumbleweed. <laughs> a tumbleweed came in, ordered a beer, and then tumbled away. Like it was so slow. Like I literally thought it like. Because I usually take my Adderall on Saturdays. I didn't take yeah. it because I thought like, oh, I think we're going to do last call at like 2 a.m. or something. Um, It ended up being fine. Like people came in later. But I kind of was the first person to do a room because just there was there weren't any. And so I took this guy into the 15 and he was like trying to like lick my titty. He okay. was? Oh, surprise. Shocker. Wait, <laughs> someone was we trying to lick your titty? We titty yet again. And I was kind of like every and- episode talk about it i don't i haven't tracked that but it must be true can someone do like like a like a bar a bar <laughs> grip comparing um but and but he tried it and i was like oh you can't do that out here which is kind of true like i mean you have to be at least very discreet because like we've said before the 15 minute room isn't fully uh, yeah i mean I, I let people do it in that room but usually only if like i my back is like to everything and it's like you just have to put your tits in their face and like no one can really see what's going on yeah exactly if you're kind of being secretive I prefer not to and I don't usually like it unless I like like the person but I usually don't like doing that out there right and so with this guy who like I, I didn't like like that like I didn't think he was hot or anything I was just like oh you you can't do that out here and so he said so where can I and I was like well in the 30 or the hour and he was like okay let's do it so I was like cool I sold another another room yeah so 15 minute ends we go to the 30 minute and like I let him do it there whatever but I did the thing again where I kind of made them believe that I would go meet up with them at the hotel Uh (laughs) and it's so funny because this was like a Mexican dude from LA who lives in Boston and then the other guy who I did that with was Italian guy from Florence and they both behave the exact same way (laughs) you know what I mean there's just like something that unifies all hashtag all men yes all men I just kind of kept insinuating that I would meet up with him at his hotel and obviously as we've learned like you can't give a price because then that is breaking the law like I don't know if I talked about this but I had met a guy at the club who used to work the vice police department so he like knew a lot and I was asking him all these questions and like I told him basically that when guys ask me like how much for you to go to my hotel I give him like a ridiculous number I say like fifty thousand dollars yeah because I know that they're not going to pay that and it's just kind of funny and I'm not saying like no and he's like no but just the fact that you're giving an actual number 
like makes it a crime like if that was a cop they could bust you really yeah so hell? now i just make that'll be one million dollars he's like you're under arrest yeah or like what if i say it takes a gazillion dollars <laughs> <laughs> three three dogecoin and i will come to you <laughs> is that the, what kind of currency are we talking here <laughs> right exactly what about three um, goats we can go old so- school yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a refrigerator. So I don't say a specific number. I just say like, oh, yeah, maybe. But I kind of make it sound like I will. So last time I gave the Italian guy my phone number, right? But he maybe I gave it wrong or he got it wrong. Never heard right, from him. Right, because he never right? reached out. Yeah. So like, dodge that bullet. Right. Even though he had like texted me right in front of me. So I don't know who, who got that text. And then this guy, his phone had died. So he was like, here's my number. And I gave it a call. I don't know if they can receive calls when they're dead, like the battery's dead. Oh, like not even a missed call? Right. I see what you mean. Like so it won't like, like log the number as a missed call. I don't know. So he was like, why don't you call my phone number? It's dead right now. Text me later, like once it's charged. I was uh-huh. like, sure. And I didn't text him later. <laughs> and he was so gross, dude. Like he was like licking me and he was giving me like a really bad massage. Like it was like kind of hurting. I kind of like getting massage sometimes. Like if they're good at it but sometimes like most of the time you have a guy like let me massage you and they're just like weirdly pinching you like they don't yeah. know they just want like an excuse to touch you but I'm like if you actually know how to get massage I love getting massages I get them all the time but this was so bad that I was like I think he's gonna actually hurt me <laughs> like, yeah no. I like use my body a lot like I'm a pretty like you know what I mean like dancing right. that's a dangerous thing to do like what if I don't think he would come back he was from out of town but I think I just need to be a little bit more careful like for the same reasons that you're talking about, like, like, I think if you just say no, 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 they might be like less weird about it. But if you say yes, and then you don't call, you don't show up, like, I just don't want anyone showing up or following me. Yeah, home. I mean, I definitely I don't think you've done this. So like, tell anyone like, I'm for sure gonna meet up with you after like, right. Maybe. And I don't take money for it. Like, right. I, you don't, don't take money you- for it. If you know what I don't understand. And this is like with all my stripper knowledge. So maybe, you know, I'm obviously a privilege in this situation. If I was trying to get a stripper to go back to my hotel room, here is exactly how I would do it. And guess what? It might work. It would work more than what they do now, which is just like act like an asshole and then just like try to wear you down. But like, it doesn't work. You're having a time. You connect money, money, money. I'm making the make it rain sign with my hands right now. Money, money, super respectful. Ask before you touch or do anything, mention it, be like, Hey, if you're interested, don't even like, be like, you're going to do this. Be like, Hey, if you're interested, can we exchange numbers to talk? Give a nice, generous, generous tip, especially if it's like a slow night. Like we just said, sometimes like, Oh, okay. I don't know. Not that you and I have ever met someone like directly after work, but like speak for yourself. <laughs> wait, have you? <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Oh wait, you have. Wait, yeah, I remember that. You know what I mean? But it's like, there is a way to do it where like, you're just being a really nice guy. You're being a good customer. If you don't have the money to spend, it's a luxury. You don't get it. Sorry. But if you are really trying to like make that connection, like don't be fucking weird. Be like, here's my number. This is what I would like you like to contact me. And then here's $300 as like a gesture. As someone who has done this, I can tell you what works. And you're right. It's exactly one of them was that is like, I thought he was cute. He thought I was cute. We did a, a dance. He tipped me well. And then he was like, if you want to come over, here's my number. Cool. Italian guy we've talked about, he didn't spend any money and that should have been a red flag, but he was just so hot that he could actually get away with it. Yeah. The thing is, and both, so Italian guy number one is the one that I like hooked up with a few times. Italian guy number two is the one who I like blew off or whatever. Yeah. Italian guy number two and this last guy both were like trying not to tip me after and they were like oh I have a good tip for you at the hotel no I'll give you a good tip no, at the hotel. no no, like, no 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 because if like, I don't see the if... money here how am I gonna get it at the hotel like I don't trust that you have a good tip at the hotel even if I right. were going to do it for money I don't if you can't they... give me a hundred dollar bill here then I don't think you have more than that at the hotel they can't afford it because if they did afford it and did understand it's kind of like supply and demand right now they want something that you have so they need to show some goodwill and put it up and not be like not like withholding it's like the oh, uh, here's a dollar you gotta be quicker than that like we don't want to do that like right. we and know it, it we was, have something super valuable that you want 
And it was both guys who did the same thing. Like I said, some guy from across the pond. And then this guy both said, oh, I'll give you a good tip at the hotel. I'm like, really? And I was like, I kind of played out the, well, you know, we get in trouble if we don't ask for tips here. Like, well, and so he gave me maybe like a 20 or whatever, like maybe a 40. Yeah. This is going to give me confidence that you have a nice tip for me at the hotel. Like, no. But also I think I'm just good enough in my job that they think we are vibing. Oh, like they're tricked. You think like they actually think like, oh, she actually likes me. We don't. Right. Sorry. Right. Because like, did I meet my boyfriend at the strip club? Yes. Have I fucked other guys that I met at the strip club previous to that? Yes. So I think I am faking the chemistry well enough that they believe that it's not just the money that's getting me there. And that's just like a testament to A, how dumb men are. B, maybe I'm kind of good at my job. See when it's slow, I'm just like a lot more willing to put effort in. <laughs> right. But I was just like, uh, you know, reconsidering that tactic, but also like hard times, you know, hard times. Like I said, like I'm kind, I kind of, I don't, I'm not like scared of men. I don't have nightmares about them, but I do know, <laughs> I do know my limits. I do have nightmares about the movie men, and that's for a different podcast. Just kidding. The movie men. <laughs> Yeah, A24's movie came out a few months ago. Well, I'm so behind. I'm telling you. Watch it. Don't look. I do want to watch X. I will say, like, I know you love Barbarian. And I finally watched it because I know we've teased it so much. Oh, my gosh. I had just heard that it was, like, super fucked up. I didn't think it was that fucked up. I didn't think it was that fucked up. No, no, no. Okay. okay. I I heard that, too. No, no. I didn't think it was, like, extra disturbing or anything. But, like, I watched, like I said, like, kind of more depraved shit i just really liked how it was like a unique idea i liked how the stories kind of i thought it was taking a lot of chances with the genre and i really appreciated that yeah i did and i also appreciated the forced titty feeding yeah the forced titty sucking (laughs) and i did i did like how it would it just kind of like kept flipping it over on its head you know what i mean you you think one thing you're like oh for sure this is the bad guy and then you're like oh like the bad guy just get it's no i audibly (laughs) gasped like okay spoiler alert spoiler alert like when when bill scarzo's character gets murdered i was like Whoa! the whole time the movie tricked me and this never happens movies never surprise me i was like oh my god he's gonna well, you're just like okay her. hot guy yeah oh he's yeah. obviously gonna be the bad guy and then right, suddenly obviously his head bashed in you're like no oh, oh my god <laughs> and then it just goes to a totally new story like what was it 45 50 minutes into the movie you're like what is this movie doing? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it was just very impressive to it me. Did it take you for a divisive. ride? Also, when um the jackass guy throws her off the water tank. Oh I was like, my god! No way! Like, and then she jumps after. I mean, I was dying laughing. I thought it was like hilarious in all the right ways, and I thought it was super creative and like weird. I didn't think it was super disturbing. I don't even scary. think it's like I that. Much. I wasn't that scared. Like the no. monster to me wasn't very scary. But no, they showed the monster too much. Like as far as like a scary horror movie, like I didn't think it was like that scary or horrifying or graphic or anything i just thought was it was it like fun really... though it was very fun it was I'm a fun I time it. It was, <laughs> i left the theater i was like grinning i was like damn that was a fun yeah. ass time back to okay so <laughs> two little things. get off topic okay <laughs> okay two little things do you want a cute story uh well, which one's better to end with like end your stories should we end on a cute note or end on an annoyed note actually let's the cute one let's save it for later because okay. i don't want to take I think this one's going to take a little bit more time. So on Monday, again, the club was very, very slow. And I do, I was talking to this guy who just talks a lot, like talks a lot. And he's been there before. And he always says like, oh, I don't do lap dances until later. I always thought he was a waste of time. But then our friends said like, oh, no, I've done rooms with him. So I was like, all right. So then there's no, literally no one else to talk to. Might as well try this guy. I talked to him for truly like hours. And I do think. I don't know if you have any good suggestions on this. I do think I have a little bit of this problem. Either I'm good or if I stay too long with someone, I kind of turn into therapist Mm. and I don't know how to turn it back around to like horny lap dance. You know what I mean? Yeah. The pivot. You need to pivot back. Yes. I mean, I just always like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes that does happen to me, but like generally I'll try to be, to make up for that. I'll try to start being physical. I'll put my hand on their leg. I'll say something like grab their arm and I'll like, like grab their arm to kind of move it down. And I'll, I'll try to like bring it back to that by like physically doing more flirty things. And then like consciously being like, okay, wait, fuck. I'm like being a therapist right now. What do I do? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start this thing. <laughs> and then I'm going to start being like, 
oh, that's so sad. Oh, but you're so cute. Be like, what do you mean? I can't believe they would do that to you. You, you're so nice. Just like start like complimenting them and touching them. So that's kind of how I bring it back. Okay, that's a good call. Because I had definitely started to do the physical touch. Because like Mm -hmm. I noticed right away, oh, it's going into that like, I had low self-esteem in high school, my ex-wife, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, shit. So I started doing that and it took a long time. He finally did like a couple dances, but I was like, in my brain, I'm like, okay, I need to figure out ways in which next time that I get into that hole, I can crawl back out. (laughs) Cause like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I think, I think maybe just being a little bit more forward with my words too of like yeah I think flattery does work I mean you you don't want to go too much because they'll think you're like being funny but if especially if they're like drinking more they get more loose they're going to accept that flattery a little bit more and believe you're being genuine and especially if it's like a guy who's being an asshole not to say he's being an asshole but like someone who's like very full of themselves and maybe like he's like talking if you're like oh my god you're so interesting like kind of like Mm. picking up on things that like he might like to be complimented on yeah, like the things that are like his weakness. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, find yeah. their weakness and exploit <laughs> it. And I think the thing that worked was like me listening to him, listening to him and being like, and then he was like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So when he stood up, I was like, all right, well, when you come back, do you want to do some land- lap dances or should I go try and make money somewhere else? Okay. So he was like, okay. oh, we'll do dances when you come back. So I was like, okay, that's a, that's a good way of doing it. Otherwise yeah. it's like- yeah. We've talked about it before, like if you're just there forever, it kind of they don't see the value in your time if you're right. just giving it away for free. So when he came back, we did a couple lap dances, and then I went and tried other people or just chit chatted with my friends, whatever. And I did notice that later on, like even more, like two hours later, he did a room, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, ah! right? And so I was like, he came back. I gave it a little bit more time, saw that the girl was wasn't gonna come back to him, so I went. It was like at this point it was like 1 15 and it was like almost empty. So I was just gonna go up to him and try and sell him either a room or lap dances. And if he said no, go home because I was like exhausted. There's not a lot going on. So I go up to him and I'm like, hey. And then he just starts talking to me and he starts telling me about like the saddest things ever. Like he's like, because I have tried to connect with him by saying like, you know, we're both Mexican or whatever and like connect on him on that part. And he's like, like I said before, he had been talking about how like Hispanic men aren't really allowed to show emotions or or cry unless they're like drunk, basically. Yeah. And now he was like drunk and he's like, you know, we're talking about, you know, you we're both Hispanic, like, you know how it is, blah, blah. And he was like, he started telling me that his cousin was killed. He, she got hit by a truck. But he's, like, angry drunk, like, sad, angry drunk, and he's, like, railing and saying, you know, that was, like, the worst day of my life, and people don't care when when Hispanic, like, young women die, and just, like, I'm, like, oh, man, I just wanted to ask for a laugh dance and, like, go home. <laughs> like, I don't know how to do that. That is so drunk, and I just, like, did yeah. not know how to get out of that conversation because it was, like, I mean, it did. I did feel really bad for him. But I was just like, I, you're not paying me for me to listen to this. And like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, I don't think I would have had, I would have had like the idea to do this in person, but thinking on it now, like you could just be like, I'm so sorry. And give him a hug and just put your titties in his face. So he's reminded of why he's there. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Here, give me a hug. And just like, just get him up there. And he's like, oh shit, titties. Oh my God, wait. May- let's go yeah, to maybe that would work. Or maybe he would just cup a feel for free, you know? That's true. It, it, it's a risky move for sure. Like it's, I mean, like but I, said, I, it's not I didn't have any other alternative. And then, and then he was like, I'm sorry, this is so bad. I was like really trying to leave. And then he started telling me that his ex-wife that night wasn't there for him. So he was like, you know, I should have known. She, she like, she had gone over to see him. And at that point they weren't married, but she didn't spend the night with him like the night that he had found out that his like cousin died or whatever yeah she was like you know I should have known she wasn't there for me and I'm like trying to leave and then he's also so drunk that he starts ripping ass (laughs) (laughs) wait okay wait are we talking silent but deadly are we talking (laughs) but I'm telling you the club is so empty it was like definitely coming from this man's asshole I was like trying not to laugh because I was like, you know, suddenly you're talking to someone, suddenly there's a waft. That's really the worst of a oh, biscuit. Stop eating my coffee. That's the literally worst the, the worst of all worlds. 
the worst of all worlds. And then it was just like, I just like the way I got out of it was I just like stood up and was like, well, it was so nice talking to you. Gave him a little like, but I really need to go. They had even you, hand, you handed call. him a Beano and you <laughs> took off. <laughs> here's some, here's a Beano. Here's some lactate. Like. But they had even done last call and he just wouldn't stop talking. I couldn't like fucking go home. I was like, oh my God. It, it's one of those things where like I have been in that situation and I look back and I'm like, oh fuck, I should have like ended the conversation early. I should have stepped in. But honestly, sometimes they do not take a break to breathe. No. It is like, and like even when I'm going on a tangent, like I'm pretty good at reading the other person. And so I know when to like social awareness, wrap things up. Right, exactly. Wrap things up change the story move it over to them so they feel like I'm it's not just a one-way conversation you know if someone is literally standing up from the seat next to you and inching away slowly like yeah like get the message that's like my I don't think you'll ever listen to this podcast Billy Bob's brother who we've lived with for almost two years now because we've been like renting Billy Bob's family's house blah 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 he's been here you're moving and like you're in the process of moving. yes yeah we're in the process of moving which is amazing um, but like he literally will go on these like long tangents and we will be walking out of the room. We will be in the other room, girl. <laughs> we will be in a different room. And he's still, and I'm just like, no, we'll come home. And Billy Bob will be like, dude, fuck, I don't want to like come home. Like he's going to be there and he's going to want to talk. I just, I'm like, you need to go in with a plan. Okay. Be on the phone, be on the phone. Just pretend be on the phone as you walk into the apartment or the house and like get to our place in the house. Anytime you walk out. Be on the phone because you'll have full headphones. I'll be like in work mode. I have like my oh, editing headphones. Oh, the people who talk to you when you have headphones are <gasps> whole. I'll be doing like a million things. And then he'll just start talking to me about his hobby that I like, no offense, don't care about. And I like him as a person. Like he's cool. We get along. But I'm just like, bro, uh, this is, I'm working. What I, yeah. I'm plugged into the matrix right now, baby. Like, don't do this. I know. It's, it's kind of like when you like don't want to talk to an Uber driver and you like, they talk to you and you take out your AirPod going like, I'm sorry, what can you what? repeat? I'm sorry, I have headphones. Like, I didn't hear what you said. And then they just yeah. like keep doing that. And you're like, oh my God, our Uber driver in Vegas, just trying to like, what ethnicity are you? <laughs> yeah, he kept me. bugging Jade because he thought Jade was middle, middle Eastern, which we said but she gets like, sometimes. Why would I lie about this? He's <laughs> like, no, you got it. And then he thought I was Russian, which I do get sometimes. Which I had this, I had this idea that I need to learn some phrases in Russian. First of all, learn actually really a good Russian accent, which can take a while, but learn some phrases. So people start to fuck with me. I just like look at them super cold and I just like say some scary ass Russian scary. shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. People would be so scared. I am like, I, I'll get my fur jacket. I'll walk. I do have a, a vintage bunny fur jacket, which I okay, can't, don't, don't come at me. I have animals. Okay. It's vintage. I love furs, even though I'm vegetarian, they're just so nice and soft. Yeah. And I got really this good. one at, at Goodwill. Okay. It's like a legit, like vintage fur jacket. I used to wear a lot more than I do now. Actually it's cold again. So I might start wearing it. But I don't know. Okay. We got off on a lot of tangents. What's the okay. cute story? Yeah. And then we'll end. Cause I do need to go, but yeah. yeah. Um, cause I want to work tonight. The cute story was like, there was like this table of three three people I looked like a woman and then two guys and I did notice that like whatever they're having dinner I don't I don't really know what their deal is like I've talked about before I don't go up to a lot of couples or like mixed gender groups just because I have and it worked out but whatever and I do notice that like one of the the younger guy is like going up to the stage and like the other guy is telling him like how to how to tip or whatever and then one of the dancers, like a lot of times when guys tip her, she kind of gives them a hug, you know, and she's topless. So like, it's like cute or whatever. And she did that. And the woman in the back was like cheering. And then she looks over at like me and this other dancer who were just like sitting by the sidelines. And she goes, oh, he's like, he's our son and he's autistic. So it's his first time. He like, he doesn't know how to do it. Aww. And we were like, Ooh. like, like, so it was like cute. And then I was like, that's so nice of them if he like expressed any desire and like wanting to go and they're like it is awkward to go to the strip go with your mom but like they still did it for him I thought it was really cute and we're like that's totally fine yeah that's sweet because we talk about it's like there's not a manual on how to act and especially someone with spectrum disorder who has a hard time understanding social cues or communication what have you that's so nice to have someone like offer to like take you and walk you through it so you can experience that that's very cute right and like we don't know like the severity of like you know his 
autism or anything like that but if if this is a place where if he has like sexual urges and he's not really getting them somewhere else right you can go see titties at the strip club and like pay us for it and we love that you know what i mean i was like that's really nice (laughs) right i mean that's what it's it's for you know we're there to show people a peek into this kind of like taboo titillating lifestyle to bring a like a little bit of like erotic excitement to their their life for a little bit because maybe like they don't get it enough or they're too busy or you know experts that have their heart broken whatever whatever it is whatever it is whatever it is (laughs) all right we're gonna end this one please sorry for yelling uh yes (laughs) rate our podcast (laughs) review our podcast because we've been getting some really nice messages and comments but if you review on Apple Podcasts, um, that really I helps checked us. checked our reviews in a while. Do we have any new ones? What if there's like a bunch? No, it's Oh it's my God. Not- Wait, have you checked it? Wait, where's our podcast out here? Why is it not in my podcasts? Okay. Oh, phew. <laughs> For some reason, I was unsubscribed. I don't know why. Let's see. We have- wow. You unsubscribed from us. I'm sorry. I think it was because we had an issue of fixing one of the episodes. Uh, y'all, we only have- three written reviews and two of those are us no Um, we're not (laughs) (laughs) so if you want to if you want to read the two uh, guess which two out of three are the ones that we wrote go on to apple podcast and And then share it share it with your friends share it on your instagram story Um, i will say i want to thank people who do listen and share it with their friends because i've actually spoken to a few people who i know irl who have done that and i i so appreciate it like i never want to be I never want to force anyone to consume my content or art. So the fact that people actually like genuinely like it and share it, that honestly means so much to me. So thank you. I love you. It does. It makes us so happy. And then when people that we don't know, like comment on our stuff and say like, I've been listening to this podcast since the beginning. I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my God. Makes you want to cry. We're not just screaming into the void. I know. We're not screaming the void. And I like genuinely believe in like the stuff that we talk about. And I think the more people like, I don't know, like a way to say it. I think we make this kind of work a, a, like a little more like palatable for a lot of people. Yeah. And more I think normalized. it's great. More normalized. Yeah. And I think it's great. I think if you discover us and you get like the inside scoop, it's like, we're just people doing their jobs. And guess what? There's like all kinds of different sex work and they all and also, deserve respect. Like also we are strippers. So we like external validation. So that's say true. That you think we're funny. I love that. Listen, we got a lot of trauma. Okay. We're both actively in therapy. Uh, so listen, all right. Validate us. Okay. We love you. We miss you. Miss you. Bye. <laughs> miss you. Bye. <laughs>